Hello and welcome to our latest Lent reflection based on the resource Worship in the Wilderness by Sarah and Sam Hargreaves of Engage Worship. Today I'm going to begin by reading a few words from the beginning and then from the end of Psalm 107. Give thanks to the Lord. For he is good. His love endures forever. Let the redeemed of the Lord tell their story. Those he redeemed from the hand of the foe. Let the one who is wise heed these things and ponder the loving deeds of the Lord. My life has been a tapestry of rich and royal hue. An everlasting vision of the ever-changing view. A wondrous woven magic in bits of blue and gold. A tapestry to feel and see. Impossible to hold. That's the opening verse of the title track of Carol King's uh, album Tapestry, which amazingly turned 50 years old a few weeks before I did. And it's a song which has meant a bit more to me over these last few years since I started training as a spiritual director. As part of my first assessment, I had to write what was called a spiritual biography, telling my faith story. It was an interesting experience looking back over different seasons, periods of my life, considering how God had been at work in them, how things which often seem just disconnected from one another, came together to form something of a tapestry. One of the things we were encouraged to look for was what was called a golden thread running through the story, giving it direction and meaning. This was where God was weaving through all things, whether the circumstances we were recounting were positive or negative. This exercise was an invitation to do what the psalmist encourages us to do at the start of one, Psalm 107. Let the redeemed of the Lord tell their story. What is your story? We have been reflecting on this theme of worship in the wilderness over these last few weeks. And knowing and remembering something of your story can play an important part in this. Sometimes when we're in a darker place, we can start to think, oh, nothing ever good happens to me. God never answers my prayers. Trouble does find it much easier to grab our attention than blessing. Maybe when we emerge from it, we might recognise it wasn't really true. We do hear answers to prayer. But we can very quickly forget it again when trouble comes. What are the stories that we surround ourselves with? Because they will shape us. In a 24-hour news cycle, it can be very easy to get sucked down all sorts of dark wormholes. We can see all sorts of ways in which our society is polarised and divided against each other. In terms of race, gender, gender, sexuality, faith grouping. It can seem very grim and doom laden. 
Some of you might remember a questionnaire I did with you a while back, looking at the state of our world in terms of absolute poverty, infant mortality, numbers being killed in natural disasters over a period of time, new HIV infections, the number of nuclear warheads in the world, all sorts of measures in which we could say our world was getting better or worse. And it was all based on a book by Hans Rosling called Factfulness. Rosalind had developed a multiple choice test asking people about how they viewed and understood the world. And across the board, from the most informed to the least informed, from the most educated to the least educated, people scored lower than we would expect a chimpanzee to score if it was randomly selecting answers. We have a more pessimistic view of the world than it merits. With most of the questions, the real answer was the one which fewest people selected. It seems that there was a difference between what we feel is true and what actually is true. But here's the thing. What's true remains true even if no one believes it. And what's false remains false even if everybody believes it. And this is where telling and remembering this, our story becomes important. It's about getting the truth and the whole truth. In the psalm from which I've just quoted, we read of people going through all sorts of hardship, wandering in wilderness, going hungry, being in darkness and despair, in prison and sickness, tossed about at sea on the waves, all sorts of stuff. And how in each of those circumstances they cried out to God, God heard them and helped them. He's taking time to remember those stories. And the aim is to give the writer of the psalm hope when he's faced with struggles in his own life. That God heard their prayers and helped them. So he can do the same for him. Or he can do the same for you or me. Now that's not the same as saying we just shut out the negative of the world and live in some kind of happy clappy bubble. This week we are thinking of wilderness as a truth speaking journey. We need to embrace truth. All of it. We need to face the reality of life. All of it. And life can be hard. And a faith that can't cope with the reality that life can be hard in day-to-day -day living is no good to anyone. It will eventually find us out. But just as important to remember is that reality is not all negative. Life is a tapestry of rich and royal hue. There is sorrow, there is laughter, there is pain, there is blessing. We, we aren't able to escape the bad news. We are born to trouble as sure as the sparks fly upward. But we can embrace the good news too. The wise also heed the signs of blessing and ponder the loving deeds of God. They come to learn how God helped them in the good and the bad. They give space for stories of blessing in others' lives and allow them to become part of their story. If we commit our story to memory,
if we truly remember how God is with us in all things. It helps us to live in the truth, the whole truth. And that truth can set us free. So may we be able to recognise God with us today and each day. Grace and peace with you as you step into a new week.